Okay, so today we're going to talk with Mo Hawk about um, his paper from the Journal of Hydrology in 2012, which is 14 seed dating of deep groundwater in the Bengal Aquifer System, Bangladesh. Implications for aquifer anisotropy, recharge sources, and sustainability. So I, I did field work with Mo a few years ago when, when, I was, when I was a postdoc and he was finishing up at Dhaka University before he started grad school. And I've actually been using this paper because I think it's one of the first nice papers to actually look at data from the deep aquifer ac across a wide swath of Bangladesh. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about this paper, to learn some more and see how we're thinking sort of how, his, how we started thinking about this and how it's progressed since then. Okay, so Mo, so um, welcome. And I just want to, you wanted to say something about the paper and how it came about and how you started? Uh, thank you, Brian. Uh, it's actually part of my PhD work. And so when I started working at UCL, uh, so I was thinking to do some modeling, particularly with a view to understand the long-term sustainability of the deep groundwater. But only only problem was that to constrain the, the flow model, there was no uh, not much data, particularly on which you can rely on, like you know groundwater had data or things like that. Then it appears that if we can find some uh, groundwater dates which we can use to constrain the groundwater model, and that was the main motivation for uh, designing these. Um, groundwater dating uh, exercise. Oh, okay, interesting, interesting. So you, so you started with the model first, and then we're thinking about how to sort of how to constrain the model. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, so then did you um, and then like you know when I look at Figure One, Figure One's nice because I know in Bangladesh they have a lot of borehole, like sort of sediment data looking at the stratigraphy, which which is. Nice, but then did you have trouble finding these deep wells for the model, or how did you know? Then I'm assuming you went out and sampled all of these. Yeah. So what uh, I did, I spent a month or so in that area. Uh, so we started traveling from the northern side, which is on the figure one NN09D. Yeah. So we started from there, and then we travel. Uh, to a south and collect all the sample. Finding these deep tube wells were not a problem because uh, in this part of the country you have, uh, and these are came in place as a mitigation measure for uh, arsenic pollution. Okay. Yeah, because and, I know down sort of down in the sort of south. Like sort of like that southeast there, the, the arsenic problem is pretty bad, right? There's no shallow options, right, in a couple of those districts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you go particularly towards the southern side of that figure in the lo yeah. lower, like where you have the CL02D or BZ03D yeah. in those areas, yeah, you're right. There is not much option other than deep groundwater. Okay. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So you collected the samples, and then I see right. Then you what you did the radio car. You did the geochemistry, the radiocarbon dating, isotopes, etc. Yes, because uh, the, as the 
It's like the modeling. The other problem with this carbon-14 dating was the correction because carbon-14 dating it could be uh, you could do this uncorrected. Uh, you can find this uncorrected days, but in that case, basically, um, it it tells not much because um, error range is much bigger than. So it could be sometimes saying ten thousand years, but basically, if you do the correction, it could come down to five thousand years. Yeah. So to do this correction, so I needed these other geochemistry data, particularly these stable isotopes and and the carbon thirteen as well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we've been struggling with um at our field area. We've been having that same struggle because of our we have a lot of groundwater deep groundwater dates that you know uncorrected come about ten thousand years old, but yeah. our thirteen. So the nice thing for your correcting, you have a a large variability in your 13C, right? So your correction's gonna alter your dates, right? Because the because what's right because for the correction, basically what's happened there's a couple corrections you do, but right then one of the main corrections is you're assuming that if there's any um calcite rich or calcium or sorry carbonate yeah. rich minerals that are dissolving, they're gonna add um, carbon dead carbonate. Yeah. So diluting these yeah. carbon fourteen signatures. So to do this correction, I, I can I, you can see we couldn't use one of these data. I can't exactly remember which one, but I mentioned it in the paper that we didn't yeah. include that in our carbon thirteen correction yeah. because if we add that, that give us something implausible. Yeah. And so there may be some areas because it's a regional study. So yeah. in that way, maybe we are fortunate. We didn't go into this very difficult situation like methanogenesis and other issues. Yeah. No, no, that's totally true. And plus, I always feel like the... In, I don't know how I feel now, but for the Bangladesh Delta, it seems like it's not... It's a pretty carbonate-poor system. Yeah, yeah. Right, so it makes the... correct. Like, we always assume the correction's not... You know what I mean? There's not as big a correction that's going to occur. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. I don't know if, if you, because even like when we start to look at some of your data and the corrections, it pulls everything younger, but usually not, right. You know, but not, everything becomes younger, but not, it's not a huge correction. No, it's not. It's not a yeah. very big difference, you know. Yeah. Right, and we, I always assume that's just because it's such a carbonate pour. Like it's, you know, this it's such like a quartz sand without much carbonates in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, right, no, no, so that's, so that's interesting. So I think, no, right, so I think, you, like, that's why I think that's one of the nice things you did about your study. You're probably, like, one of the first people that sort of systematically, like, thought regionally. Yes, because before this study, there are some other data set, I would say, because yeah. they haven't done the correction. And I, I mean, they appreciated that it's difficult, and yeah. and which is you can do. But even you do that, there may be some uncertainties. So they wanted to avoid all these. Uh, I don't know what was what they were thinking. Possibly they were thinking that it's better not to do any correction, but provide the data and get some yeah. qualitative understanding about the deep groundwater system but in our case we thought that okay we will do the correction but we will mention uh, in our uh, we will mention the gaps even we do the correction this there could be further correction or further things we need to consider 
Yeah, no, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because like, yeah, right, because right, if you think, right, no, I totally agree, because like the one other paper that's really, this time I thought about was, right, Holly Michael had done the regional modeling paper. Yeah, yeah. Right, which I, I went for, that was a really nice contribution, because it really thought of the whole system, like as a whole. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another uh, influential thing on my PhD, because uh, I worked with Holly uh, Michael and Cliff Boss before, yeah. and, and, you could say that uh, my modeling philosophy is actually much aligned with theirs, particularly uh, I get this uh, idea of thinking this boundary effect uh, from Cliff, basically, because he was helping me to develop a model on Dhaka uh, aquifer. Okay. Oh, interesting. So, okay. That's actually translate into my modeling exercise later on. But in the paper in here, the modeling you are seeing, it's a very simplistic model. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I didn't pay a lot of attention on this modeling other than showing that, that these carbon-14 dates could also be used to support the anisotropy uh, yeah. of this system provide through this heterogeneities of the lithological architecture. Yeah. And it's actually to it's 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 actually comply or uh, complement what Holly Michael and Klebos found on on a regional scale. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally because it seems like the two like the two big conclusions you draw. You can see if I you can see it, right. See if you, I understand your paper correctly. Right, <laughs> the two big um, conclusions you draw that you have recharge like sort of to the east in the hills. Yeah. Right, and then. Um, and then since there's that was the one, right? So if you look, there's the hills to the east where you say there's recharge. And then the second one, so we can talk about both of them, is that since you don't see much depth variability with dates, that sort of then helps constrain this anisotropy. Yes, yes. Because if you see the geology in these yeah. deltas, uh, uh, like in figure one, if you go back, and you will see these... Uh, low permeability layers, these clay silt layers, they are laterally discontinuous. Yep. But if you stack them together, uh, although they are discontinuous, but they have this multi-layer system, them together, yep. they form a continuous, a virtual continuous layer. Yep. So we say that interleave pattern this, this interleave pattern has a control on the groundwater flows flow on a regional scale, yeah. and we find that's was the that was the main idea in that paper in hydrological processes, yeah. uh, the recent paper I was mentioning to you, and we 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 find that this interleave pattern has a larger control on the groundwater flow system in Bengal Delta, maybe in other deltas as well. And and these interleave pattern actually give us uh, gives us basically two different uh, flow system. One maybe operating on the shallower part of the system. Yeah. The deeper one is is a regional one, yeah. and that deeper one in in the area for this paper is basically getting all this water from or most of this water from these eastern hills. Yeah. That's our understanding and conclusion. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I see. It. And it's interesting because these, we're actually, we're finding, just now we're finding some like um, 
young dates in our 800 foot wells in our field area. And so yeah, we're, we're trying to understand how that's, you know, how that's happening. So it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like if, you know, is the flow, like, right. Is, are these flow systems changing is like, I don't know how to think. Like we're just trying we're just starting to think about it. So it's, it's interesting yeah, so, to sort of put the two together. Yeah. I see. Okay. So that's, so are you getting the signature for young groundwater and old groundwater mixing together or it's, was it's, one of the yeah yeah no no it's weird in in our field site our inorganic our dic still is coming out about ten thousand years old just like yours the uncollected yeah. but when we look at the doc and um and also i do some rna dna work those come out younger so some Something young is getting down to depth, but we don't we don't know how yeah. yet. Yeah, I mean that's 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 one thing we say in that new paper. This yeah. hydraulic short circuiting. Yeah. So these short circuiting could be natural, could be induced. Yeah. So, so but that paper, I, I must yeah. I must mention that this <laughs> is very conceptual. So yeah. it's it's not from any actual field data. But uh, are you'd expect some sort of uh, these hydraulic short short circuiting in some of these areas in in the in this southeastern part of the country, because yeah. of these? If you see these lithological architectures, they are not forming continuous uh, interleaved layer everywhere. So there are some gaps, and in those gaps, you could expect some sort of hydraulic short short circuiting. And that could be natural, or in some cases, they could be induced. And Euradia is very much close to Dhaka yeah. Yeah. pumping. Yeah. No, exactly. And there's so much. You're right. And I think even since you've done this paper, right? So you did your samples in 2008. Yeah. Right. I think, right, you think about there's the amount of deep aquifer pumpings probably, I don't know how much it's increased since then. It's right. Things, things are changing quickly. Yes, that's true. Right, as 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 these cities grow and they do more pumping and everything. Right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, and yeah. and influence of Dhaka is expanding. So, yeah. and we don't know how, uh, we don't know really how this Dhaka influence would be working in yeah. the in the sub-regional scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, right. Yeah, no. I I agree with you. It's 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 interesting to try to sort of right combine these. How to think about both of these stories to get like, how to think about the system together as a whole like from this regional system to what's changing with all the pumping and everything yep yeah oh interesting. okay no, no, this is interesting i sometimes it's funny when i look at your um you have that figure nine where you look at the corrected ages distance from the margin basin yeah I, yeah it, it's very difficult to see a clear pattern because yeah. It's what's happening in here. Yeah. So if you see, if you see, it, two things are coming in here and making it complex. One is the underlying geology. Yep. Other one is the topography. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Like you know, sometimes, but sometimes I, when I, I, you know, I, I look at it and I agree, and then sometimes I look at it and I'm like. Hmm, I wonder, you know, I, you know, you, yeah. you, you, right, you go back and it's a, I probably, I would have drawn the same, con I draw the same conclusion as you, but then, you know, every once in a while when, with new data coming in, you, it's, 
start how do you rethink about it but things yeah. are things yeah. have probably changed in these 10 years also yeah and other thing is i mean it, it would have been nicer if if we had more data from this area yeah. and if we have more uh uh, lithological data yeah. because I still strongly believe <laughs> it's yeah. a beliefs so it could be <laughs> like all yeah. other beliefs yeah. you know, may not have any grounding so I strongly yeah. believe that if we have a lot of these lithological data and if we can present those lithological architecture discreetly because yeah. at the moment we cannot we cannot yeah. put them uh, as discreetly as we'd like because of this, we do not have data. Other one is we don't have maybe this computational power. But if you could do that and model them, I think we could find out these local areas where you have this short circuiting and giving you these younger and older water mixing in those areas where you would have this regional dominance of the flow. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I agree with you. But at the same time, it's like radiocarbon dating is, you know, it's expensive and it's hard. So it's like, Right. It's it would it's nice to it's easy for us to say now we should have more data, you know, and I could look at the map and see, oh, we should get data here and here. But radio, it's it's a they're tough measurements to, you know, collect and do. And it's expensive. Yes, it's expensive. Yeah. So I'm trying to (laughs) do some more, but it's very difficult to get the funding for that. No, no, it's totally true. Oh, so this is really nice. I have a here's a couple just questions for you. Like now we've sort of like. How did the reviews go on the paper? Like, oh, with this one, we yeah. it was the review was. Uh, I mean, it was kind of painless, you could say. No, I I didn't, that's a nice thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because with this one, I because one thing in the because uh, uh, one of the review was. I mean, both of the review are very positive, but one was uh, uh, constructive. You know, he was he yeah. or she was giving some comments, which actually helped us to improve the clarity. But in terms of technical uh, aspect, both of them were happy. And I would say this is one of the less painful paper. That's nice. That doesn't happen very often, does it? No, no, no. <laughs> but one thing in this paper is the equation one. And I, di- I, didn't, I, I didn't realize it until right now. Yeah. This should be delta delta thirteen C in the equation one in one and in one place. Oh, I see it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. it was a tough. Yeah. You always yeah. I, with my papers that always happens to me. You've looked at it so many times and you think you've caught everything, and then like there's always a typo to be found. <laughs> right. It, it always it always happens. It always happens. Oh, that's interesting. I think. Okay. Then here's a and then here's like how do you. Do you think this is going to continue to hold up over time? Uh, I mean, it, so, I mean, it could improve definitely, yeah. but that this data will there. Maybe interpretation may change, uh, maybe the correction technique may change. Mm-hmm. But with the data, uh, I think the main main meaty part of this paper would be the data because they will last a little longer. I don't know about the interpretation because most of this interpretation about this sustainability and and the groundwater flow system are coming from this small number of measurements. And if you see, they are very sparsely distributed. So if you have more data, so you may have new interpretation, but these data will be, uh, these data are good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not the no, interpretation. No, I totally agree because even for our... um. 
the one you know one paper we're working on you know with a student um i i pulled your data out to like sort of add to our data set yeah that's right? good yeah yes yeah. I, I i totally agree the data is having right the more data you have to put everything in the regional context it just it yeah. helps so and uh, that's my philosophy. It's to share the data as much as possible through this paper, because in that case, interpretation may change, but this data could be useful. Yeah. No. Who might be able to make better interpretation? Yeah. No, I totally agree. Anything you want to say before we stop or talk on the paper? Well, no, thank you for yeah. doing this. And I think this is helpful for me as well to recall some of these memories around these papers. <laughs> no, no, and it, it's been, it's totally nice. I enjoy, thank you, thank you. And I just enjoy, I enjoy talking about this stuff. So it's nice to talk about it and hopefully we'll see the students will listen to it. Yeah, no, thank you to them for okay. spending time on it. <laughs> cool. And thank you for chatting. Uh, thank you. Okay.